It's Monday, March 14th, 2022. Coming up on the program today, faking an abusive relationship for the likes, plus farting during your Naruto cosplay session, a wedding toast that ends with, you're a douche, and don't let grandma hug you, she's going for your wallet. All this coming up today. Distorted View Daily proudly presents great moments in funeral performances. I'd like to share a, a song with you that I wrote, and I apologize to you that I I don't know it by heart. Um, so I'd like to read it out of my book, Jesus' Poetic Song, and actually sing it to you. I am your child, I want to be. I walk a fine line between temptation and the inducement to heaven. Lord Jesus, because you are one with our Father, I am your son, I am your seed, I am your friend, I am your brother. I am your child, I want to be. You are my blood, you are my family, you are my Lord, please be my Savior. Jesus, rescue me and keep us together, for our love will endure. I receive your blood, I accept your body to be cleansed and purified. I am your child, I want to be. I am your child, I want to be. I am your child, I want to be. Thank you. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. Tweak my nipples. The guy, he's in the dirty underwear or something. I don't know. He's sniffy. Yeah, I would love the rape rooster. Breathing its semen from the air does not get a woman pregnant. LOL. Laugh out loud. I want to the asshole. Yes, Tim Hansen back here with you. Starting a new week. The show's got a great podcast for you today. Uh, you know, I have no problem admitting my weaknesses. I'm the first person to admit I'm a very flawed man, and I hope I don't come off as some sort of know-it-all on this podcast. As a matter of fact, I believe many would describe me as a know-it-none. I'm a real dum-dum, and that stupidity is on display every single day here on the show. You talk at people for an hour a day every single weekday. You can't pretend to be smart. The dumbness will seep through. It's better just to be honest and say, I don't know, or I'm not good at this. One thing I'm uh, I'm really not great at is social media. Some people know how to work these accounts, amass millions of uh, followers. They post stuff that they know is going to be like uh, viewed and shared and commented on. I haven't cracked that code. My mind is not wired to the algorithm. For instance, on TikTok, I've only got 252 followers. Now, I don't post regularly. I'm not on like some sort of schedule, but I'll post here and there. My first video was just of audio of of, uh, my interview with me. That got a thousand views. 
My next video was also a thousand. Then I posted uh, Stephen Asante giving DV a shout out, and that was like twenty four thousand. Most videos were between like five hundred to a thousand views, which is not a huge number. My last two videos got fifty three and twenty five views, respectively. I could not tell you how or why these videos were different and why people aren't seeing them. I'm not complaining. I, I frankly don't care. I don't put a lot of effort into my social media posting. <laughs> that could be what part of the problem, at least. I really focus my entire energy on just doing this daily show. Many people are successful at TikTok, uh, like Money Manhan. Her real name is Hannah. She has 122,000 followers, 2.6 million likes. She's killing it on TikTok, right? As far as I can tell, the secret to her success is pandering to the lowest common denominator and manufactured drama. What am I talking about? Well, strap in or strap on and fuck me, fuck me, fuck me, please fuck me. Remember that guy we featured a while ago? I mean, years ago, probably. Uh, he, like, he was getting fucked by another guy, and, and he would he would say fuck me, but in a very musical way. Fuck me, fuck me, fuck me, please fuck me. Yow. Anyway, I digress. Here is a video from Money Manhan, where she's sitting in a car eating a muffin. Okay, guys, this muffin I got from, I think it was from, like, some grocery store, is so good. Like... I have no idea why the fuck you keep recording yourself eating. Oh, she's not alone. Her boyfriend's in the car with her. Chiming in with a good question. Why the fuck are you recording yourself eating a muffin? Who wants to see that shit? Actually, guys, he's a big jerk. It's so good. Like, I have no idea why the fuck you keep recording yourself eating. You're fat and you're overweight. I have no idea why you keep why you keep wanting to record that. I mean, just, I just want to show TikTok my muffin. Like, why did you have to go there? But when you're fat and overweight, TikTok shouldn't be a priority. It should be losing weight for me. All right, Mark. And then she stops recording. If you believe this is real, I need you to immediately stop listening to this podcast and throw yourself off a fucking cliff. Why don't you just kill yourself? You should, because you have no common sense. This is how this played out. I guarantee you. She told this guy in her car, who's probably her real boyfriend or friend or whatever. All right, I want you to call me fat. I'm going to start talking about a muffin and I want you to break in and act like, you know, a total asshole boyfriend who's verbally abusive to me and watch us collect the likes. She didn't even have anything really to say. Right. So she, the whole time she's just like, I, this muffin is amazing. I got it. I don't even know where I got it. I got it from a grocery store, I think. You don't remember where you got this muffin that you just started eating. Okay. What was the point of your TikTok video going to be if you weren't interrupted by your asshole boyfriend? What else were you going to say about this muffin that you feel your followers need to hear? You, you don't have anything to say. Okay, guys, this muffin I got from, I think it was from like some grocery store, uh -huh. is so good. Like, she's got nothing else to say. This is exactly where she told her boyfriend to cut her off and tell her she's fat. You can't see this because obviously this is an audio podcast. But when he starts saying that she's fat, she can't help but kind of crack a smile. It's very subtle, but you can so tell. Good. Like, I have no idea why the fuck you keep recording yourself eating. She's kind of smiling there. You're fat. And you're overweight. And she does this thing where she kind of slinks down in her chair a little bit, but she's still kind of smiling at this point. 
I mean, it's super duper staged, in my opinion. The idiots in the comments are like, you need to drop 100 pounds instantly by leaving that trash. Mm -hmm. Why exactly are you still with him? Throw that whole boy away. You're beautiful. My jaw is on the floor. These are all separate comments. What's great about this type of TikTok video is it can now turn into a saga, spanning multiple days and multiple videos. Will she, won't she leave him? This video was posted a week ago, all right? Four days ago, she posted this. Okay, guys. The deed is done. I did it. Um, this was really hard, and I was really scared. We have been together for a few years now. Hmm. Um, Details. But I did it. In the background, there is uh, some of the uh, the chat log. She says, Mark, I can't do this anymore. I know it's shitty that I'm doing this. Then a bunch of shit is blocked. I can't read. I I deserve so much better. Please don't make this hard. I've already changed all the locks on the doors. I wish you nothing but the best. He replies, good luck finding anything that thinks you're attractive. Don't forget, I'm the catch here, not you. I never want to see you again, even though I know you'll be begging me to come see you in a few days. Sounds real, right? Don't forget, I'm the catch here, not you. Who says shit like that? Everything just appears to be very fakey around this scenario. Now, as you heard in that video, she says she's been with him for over two years. I think she said several years, right? Well, here's a video that was posted just a few weeks ago, February 25th. And it appears that she's on a date with this very same guy. She says about him, uh, this is a narcissistic man. Yeah, after finishing my bachelor's and my master's, um, I actually uh, started a tech startup. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, but she she doesn't know what she wants to do yet, so it's good to save some money like in community college. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this obviously sounds like a first date. It doesn't sound like a conversation between two people who are in a relationship. You don't know your boyfriend is in college getting his bachelor's degree? Also, Chick-fil-A is a weird option for a first date. Also, recording the conversation on your phone is bizarre. Yeah, yeah. nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys don't make money, I'm assuming? No? Mm. It's not that we don't have money. It's that well, we just spend money. Also, you know you're recording yourself for TikTok. Do you really want to be talking with your mouth full? Chewing, grazing like a cow. Yeah. Oh, anyway, so after the tech startup, I actually opened a Chick Fil A. He says he has a tech startup and he's opened a Chick Fil A. You opened a Chick Fil A, wow. and that's why we're here. Um, so that's ringing in the big bucks as well. So this is your Chick Fil A. It is. You guessed it. <laughs> She's learning so much about her boyfriend of three years. Fast forward to present time. Let's return to this video where she's uh, showing off the chat log here and she's thanking her TikTok followers. But I did it. And I feel like I have a whole bunch of best friends supporting me now. Yeah. So everyone, keep, everyone keep watching my videos. It's so fucking amazing. And what do you think? Tattoo removal coming next? What do you think? I don't know. This, this is so pathetic of me, but you know, I heard the word tattoo. And I was like, oh, she is so full of shit. I found a video where she uh, mentions the tattoo again, and she even shows it off. Wow. I cannot thank you guys enough for the support that you have shown me on my last video. Um, A lot of people are asking if it's real. Yeah. And they have his name tattooed on me. It's very real. (laughs) I've never seen 
a more fake tattoo. This was obviously written, like, drawn on with a pen. Furthermore, okay, the, the tattoo is on her hand. It's like a heart and, it's, and it says, I love Mark or whatever. This tattoo appears in no other video. You know, a lot of her videos are in her car. She's driving. She's got her hands on the wheel or holding a fucking smoothie or something. No tattoos. Meanwhile, the comments are still like, we got you, girl. You're strong. Things are going to things are going to be hard for a while, but you're going to get over it because you got this. Change the tattoo to include the word mark, like mark my words. You know, everyone's being helpful and supportive. Meanwhile, here's this woman who apparently was in a relationship for three plus years, broke up with him over text messaging, which is kind of a shitty thing for her to do. Didn't even know he was in college. Didn't know he owned a successful line of <laughs> Chick-fil-A franchises. I mean, say what you will about Mark for that comment about her being overweight, but she doesn't appear to show any interest in Mark's life whatsoever. He's at least concerned about her weight. 122,000 followers just for a woman who pretends to be in an abusive relationship. Is that what I need to do? Lord, just get in here and give me a black eye. I need some sympathy subscribers. That video where the guy calls her fat for eating a muffin or whatever. <laughs> that, that video alone has 10 million views. Well, at least I finally figured out the angle, the upside to these uh, false rape allegations. I know most of the time women are telling the truth and we need to always believe the victims and yada, yada, yada. But occasionally a real cunt will pull this move. We just played a clip uh, last week of that girl getting arrested. She starts saying that the cops were raping her. Her story actually changes throughout the night. First it was attempted rape, then it was rape, then it was like a gang rape situation. Nothing seemed to work. I guess that's why she continued to ramp up the rape. She was too drunk to realize this was all being video recorded. The cops were actually, in my opinion, uh, too patient with her. She was like kicking and headbutting them. <laughs> anyway, with this winning TikTok formula, you get a psycho bitch posting videos about how uh, she's in a sexually abusive relationship. Boom, a million people following this newest influencer overnight. Something I could never achieve. Why can't I be a fake rape victim? Maybe I already am. If you can dream it, you can be it. Uh, let's move on before I get into any trouble. I've got a couple of embarrassing public performances. First up, a best man speech. Apparently the best man was the brother of the groom. It appears he didn't put a lot of effort into his speech. He did, however, put a lot of effort into drinking heavily. Up next, turn your attention directly to the head table. It is time for the best man to give his remarks. Everybody, welcome Scott. Well, I'm Jason's brother. We're loud people here, so don't worry about that. Uh, anyways, let's give you a quick story. My my dad was just talking about how Jason and Whitney have always been for been there for him. Well, let's talk about the first time we went on vacation with him. He had a very bad back, and the guy couldn't do anything by himself. Like, what do we got? Bad story. Whatever. Anyways, All right. Well, that fell apart. Yikes! We're not even a minute in. I'm sucking already. Anyways, uh. We had to carry him everywhere he wanted to go. Whatever. All right. Switching scenes. 
Oh no! Oh no! Sorry. Sorry. All right, I first met uh, Whitney at the bachelor pad. Okay, wait. So now he's decided to sit down. Standing up, giving his speech was not working out for him. So we're gonna we're gonna switch tactics here. Sorry. All right, I first met uh, Whitney at the bachelor pad. That was also known as my dad's house. Personally, I uh, I have two sisters. Never cared for either of them, but uh, Whitney, uh, Whitney, I thought might might be the one, and uh, we had some good times. And then I found out she went to bed at about seven o'clock, and that ruined that relationship too. So, uh, anyways, <laughs> my brother's a douche. <laughs> well, you know what? I think you got the uh, the crowd back with that line. Anyways, my brother's a douche. What do you want to know? Oh, no. Winging it. Pull it in. Sorry. Uh, no, seriously, though. Jason's always been a really good guy. He, uh... We always and haven't been the best of friends, but right. anytime I've ever needed Jason, he's always been there for me. Uh, seriously, he took me to the hospital one time in the middle of the night. I'm not going to tell you guys about that story, but anyways. Yeah, why would you want to say something that might be entertaining? Uh, Jason's always been there for me. We covered that extensively. I also know he's a douche and his wife goes to bed at seven. Also, your dad has a bad back or something. I've never been uh, a best man at a wedding. I know if if I was asked, this is what would this is what would keep me up at night. I realize the day is not about me, but I would I would be solely focused on the speech I would be giving in front of everyone and I would work on it. And even if it didn't do well, at least it was prepared, right? Not winging it. Anyways, uh, Jason's always been there for me. Right. That's like the fourth time he said that. We don't use the L word around the Hemmer house, but uh, you're the man, brother. This seems like a damaged relationship, doesn't it? He's a douche. We didn't really get along. You took me to the hospital once when I ripped my scrotal sack on a fence. Thought I could clear it. Didn't get enough air, though. This was uh, before I really started training. Hey, I noticed there's a fence outside. Who wants to go out there and watch me try to jump it? Let's hear it for douchebags and scrotal sacks. It's really what the day's about. The other embarrassing public performance I have is a stand-up comedian. Now, this is a guy who has no excuse. It's not just that his jokes didn't work. People weren't laughing at him. It's that the comedian is angry at the audience for not laughing because they should be laughing because his jokes are funny in his own mind. And he wants you all to know this. It's not that he's not funny. You're just a bad audience. So I've done this for 10 years. And it worked for 10 years, but this one night is the night I'm going to realize, oh, every other audience was wrong, and you're right. Hey, well, here's an idea. Get some new material. Maybe it's because you've been saying the same joke for 10 years. Everyone's already heard this shit. Good Lord, we're just getting started. Maybe I'm not funny right now, but I don't think you're the one who's going to derail this. I moved fucking 3,000 miles, gave up my life, toured the fucking Europe for four years, and for some reason right now... You think you're not funny, fuck off. Well, maybe 
You should accept. This isn't the easiest fucking gig in the world. I'm in a fucking corridor. I'm sorry, I didn't realize you gave up everything and went backpacking through Europe all to pursue your dream as a stand-up comedian? Is that what we're to believe? Is that is that what you're whining about? Had I known this has taken such a personal toll on you, I would have laughed at your lame joke. Thank you guys in the back. I'm in a fucking corridor. The lights are on. Everyone's here at work parties. It's hard. I'm trying. You don't like it? You fuck off. I'm fucking trying, lady. Stop swearing. It's comedy. If you wanted a clean comedy show, go to a clean comedy show. You don't get to dictate what happens. All right, the show will continue now. With less energy than before. Here's my best joke. Oh, no. You're not supposed to tell the audience that. Now they're going to be expecting gold. I think we may have played this a few years ago. It's just, it's just sort of resurfacing. You might not like. Uh, my friend Sarah, she calls herself a feminist, but she misappropriates the word. She was like, oh, you know, I would never convert to Islam. I was like, oh, that's crazy. I didn't ask. She was like, yeah, I'm like the opposite of a woman of burger. I was like, uh, no, you're not. I know what I mean, but you're not. Because if you were the opposite of a woman in a burger, you'd just be a naked man in a blindfold. Yikes. Uh... The opposite of a feminist. Wait, the opposite of a woman in a burqa is a man in a blindfold. That's that's true. That would be the exact opposite. I'm sorry. They're not laughing because that's a thinking joke. You got to know your opposites. Woman, man. Burqa, everything's covered except for the slit of the eyes. Blindfold covers nothing but the eyes. Yeah. It might not be the funniest, but it's true. I'm adopted. <laughs> Oh, okay, well, now that's funny. What? Oh, that's not the joke. <laughs> this is just the setup. I'm sorry. If a, if a stand-up comedian bombs at a joke, there's dead silence, and then the next thing he says is, I'm adopted? That's funny. I think the comedian's right. This audience is cold. I'm adopted. I've never <laughs> met my mom. I don't know what she does for a living, and that makes it hard to enjoy a lap dance. Okay, see, he lost the audience with that little uh, outburst. I think if uh, if the freakout didn't happen and he was in a groove, in a rhythm, that joke might have gotten some laughs. I couldn't afford it, but I went on a 10-day vacation with my dad. It was 10 days, but no alone time at all. So by day three of the trip, I ended up having to try to wank off with my dad asleep in the hotel bed beside me. That wasn't the worst part. The worst part was the whole time I was doing it, I just stare at my dad to make sure he didn't wake up. Again, funny. Just looking at his dad while he's masturbating. Well, this has been a party. Um, thank you for uh, telling me I'm not funny. That was really nice and supportive of you. I hope when you're having a hard day at work, people are fucking assholes to you. And then you'll know how that felt. I feel like maybe this guy, this is like his first experience getting heckled. Oh, uh, some room for improvement. Thank you. I really appreciate that. The audience is being kind of mean to him. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go. You guys are uh, not very nice. And I hope that sticks with you. Thank you. Goodbye. I think they're applauding that he's leaving the stage. Do I have any stand-up comedians listening to the podcast? If so, what is your read on this? Were the jokes he told after the freakout bad? Or were they good enough to get some laughs? 
but the audience was too hung up on the the freak out. Like they couldn't get past that. Is there anything he could have done to like win the audience back? Call in with your uh, expert analysis. Let's move on. Utah Joey, who I'm still not sure if that's his real name. He goes by Pussy Magnet Me Standers Highest. I think he was having a stroke as he was typing out his new username. What? Pussy Magnet Me Standers Highest. I think he meant standards. Regardless, you know who I'm talking about. We just played him on Friday's podcast. Well, he's back playing with like uh, fake swords. He's, he says he's cosplaying here. Sasuke versus uh, Itachi. Not sure what anime this is from. Maybe Naruto. He's in the kitchen. That's why you can hear like pans banging around. Now, there's a reason why I'm playing this. Get your ass down and touch. One final thing. You son of a bitch. You are not the only one that night. Tell me who it is, you bastard. I mean, it's just a lazy performance all around. He's trying to reenact an anime fight in his mom's kitchen with a fork. He's not even dressed up like a character. His line delivery is bordering on monotone. And then there's this moment. This this is what baffles me. I, I can't believe he decided to upload this video. Chidori. Chidori, scream! Yeah, you know, he's fat and he's moving around in a fart escape. scream! And he just keeps going. Doesn't acknowledge it at all. Instead, he completes his routine, banging pots and all, and he's like, yeah, we're going to go with this take. This is the one I'm going to upload to YouTube. It's that kind of confidence that's getting him so much pussy. According to him, you know, in his own little fruity mind. All right, uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist of the fucked up news right now. <laughs> Distorted View is only able to continue with the support of you. The single best way to help ensure that Distorted View Daily continues on for a long, long time is to become a member of the Sideshow. Yes, of course, that's our member site where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. More importantly, every week I do brand new exclusive shows you can only hear if you're Sideshow members. Uh, usually about two times a week, Tuesday and Thursday. That means tomorrow's episode of DV is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com, all major credit cards and PayPal accepted. Don't forget, if you use Spotify or Apple Podcasts to listen to Distorted View, you can sign up for the Sideshow right in the app. It takes just a second. It's super easy. If you need more information, you can check out distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. Other ways to support the program, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Just another way to support the show. Thank you so much to all of my patrons and Sideshow Freaks. You are the reason this show continues. Okay, three very quick stories now. First up, since the very start of this podcast, I mean, not today's episode, I mean the very beginning, back in 2004, I've been warning you of the Grey Menace. While I may have not used that exact term, for this evil goes by many names. Grandpa, Mima, the elderly, the near-dead. Make no mistake, they are dangerous. 
It's why I'm such a huge proponent of mandatory euthanasia of any person over the age of 65. It's really just a precautionary measure. I mean, when you're dealing with the elderly, the very best scenario is they become a financial and emotional burden. That's the best scenario, but it could get a whole lot worse. You're changing their fucking diapers. Grandpa's a racist. Every time you take him out to eat at a nice restaurant, he's screaming about Mexican cooks demanding to see their, quote, papers. And now these old people can be just straight-up criminals. What am I talking about? Let's turn our attention to this first news story from our most fucked-up state. Say it with me. Florida. Our most fucked-up state! Yeah, so old people really come in two flavors. Hot piss and mothballs. No. It's not the flavors I'm thinking of. Uh, they, they either come as like, uh, you know, mean old crotchety sack of bones or, uh, or a sweet old grandma type. We've always been worried more about the, uh, the mean old crotchety type when in reality, we should have been watching our backs for the sweet old ladies. An elderly Florida woman is accused of pickpocketing strangers by pretending she knew them, acting all sweet. You don't remember me? We used to be neighbors. Yeah, for 15 years we lived next door. Dottie, I'm Dottie Peterson. You don't remember me? Oh, my God. You're giving me a broken heart here. I used to watch out my window as your kids played. Come give Dottie a hug. Then, while she was hugging them, she would uh, swipe their credit cards and wallets. Yeah, Dottie's a big-time thief. Kathy Stevens, nicknamed the Hugging Bandit by police, is being held in the county jail on more than a dozen charges from the Clearwater Police Department and other law enforcement agencies across the Tampa Bay area. Stevens, 65, allegedly targeted older men Oh, and would approach them outside of stores. Clearwater Police said she would act like she knew the men, give them an unwanted hug, and then steal items from their pockets. I mean, you gotta have a light touch to be a pickpocket. Otherwise, people could feel you rooting around your, your pants. I have a hard time believing this woman with her inflamed fingers from arthritis or whatever would be able to uh, finally touch and manipulate and, and pull out credit cards without the guy noticing. You know how old people shake? I guess that's why she targeted old men. Old men can't feel anything. They don't know what the hell's going on. They're shaking, too. Are you grabbing my ass? No, I'm not even touching you. Maybe it is just me. Maybe I got to take a dump. In one October incident, Stevens allegedly walked up to a victim and gave the victim a hug while reaching into a back pants pocket. The victim told the county sheriff's office that after the strange encounter, the victim noticed a credit card was missing from their wallet. The victim had just used the card and said it was in a position in the wallet which could have been easily accessible. The sheriff's office said Stevens allegedly spent nearly $1,000 on stolen credit cards. Stevens is connected to at least four incidents in the Clearwater area. It's not clear if she has obtained an attorney. Second story we have for you today. You can't trust grandma? And now you gotta be watching your back on dates, too. I mean, if you're a woman, you probably already are usually on high alert anytime you go out on a date with a new guy. But now men have to be careful, too. What is the world coming to? That ain't right. It's the woman who is supposed to be afraid, not the man. 
The world's gone topsy-turvy, I say. A woman is accused of stabbing a man on Saturday at Sunset Station as revenge for the killing of an Iranian military leader. Sunset Station is in Las Vegas. That's a long ways away from Iran. And on top of it all, the guy who was stabbed really had nothing to do with the airstrike that resulted in the death of Qasem Soleimani. Guess this woman was just upset and wanted to take it out on some guy. Any guy. Nika Nikubin, 21, is being held on $60,000 bail after she was charged with attempted murder, also two counts of battery and burglary of a business. A man called police at around 10.30 p.m. on Saturday from the 14th floor of Sunset Station, which is like a hotel and casino over there, right? Uh, To report that he'd been stabbed in the neck by a woman he met on a dating app. The woman told police she wanted revenge for the death of Qasem Soleimani, who was assassinated during a U.S. Air Force drone strike back in 2020. Bitch carries a grudge. The arrest report indicated that the woman began to have sex with the man. I read that and I thought, like, there was no other time when he had his back to you or something where you, when you could have just stabbed him in the neck, you, you actually started fucking the dude? I think this was all part of the thrill for her. This is what she's into sexually, fucking and stabbing. Can appreciate that. Yes, the arrest report indicates that the woman began to have sex with the man, and after she put a blindfold on him, she reached into her purse and pulled out the knife. Wait a second. He's a guy, naked, and the only thing he was wearing was a blindfold. That sounds like the exact opposite of a Muslim woman. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I know. And that, my friends, is how you tell a motherfucking joke. Anyway, this crazy bitch put a blindfold on him and then reached into her purse and pulled out a knife. Quote, she advised that there are injustices, in particular, the killing of Soleimani in Iran. That's according to Homeland Security Detectives. Uh, And added to the Henderson report, uh, Naikuban stated that she wanted revenge. She told detectives she only wanted to hurt the man, didn't really want to kill him. And that's why she only stabbed him twice. Yeah, but in the neck, you stab someone in the neck if you want to kill him. There are important arteries and shit in your neck. If you don't want to kill him, you stab him in the foot or hand or something. The victim's current condition was not available. The woman is scheduled to appear in court for a preliminary hearing on March 24th. And finally, today, freaks, we got another one from our most fucked up stage. Say it with meow. There's actually two news stories here, but they're so similar, I combine them into one. Uh, A Spring Hill man is accused of calling 911 to have the meth he recently purchased from a man he met at an area bar tested because he had a hunch that it was really bath salts. I can help you with that one. Uh, Do you have the urge to strip off your clothes, run butt ass naked through busy streets and then cut your dick off with scissors? If so, that's bath salts. That's unmistakably bath salt. According to the Hernando County Sheriff's Office, Thomas Eugene Colucci made the emergency call at around 7 p.m. on Thursday. You may say that there was actually no emergency. Getting your drugs tested for purity is not an emergency, but this guy really, really wanted to smoke meth. He was Jonesing. It it was an emergency. Deputies say Colucci told them that he is an experienced drug user who's used meth in the past, and he knew what it should feel like. 
when it didn't produce the expected sensation, he decided to call the authorities. Oh, so he already smoked the stuff. Colucci then produced two small baggies, each containing a white crystal-like substance, and handed them over to the deputy. That's the last time he's going to see that meth. Colucci told deputies he wanted his meth tested because he did not want other people to purchase fake meth. Aw, what a kind-hearted tweaker. He wanted deputies to put the person in trouble for, that's a direct quote, put that person in trouble for selling dangerous drugs. Not the meth, the bath salts. He was unable to provide a name or contact information for the individual. As requested, a deputy performed a field test on the sample of the white crystal-like substance. Both baggies tested positive for meth. The shit was good. Why wasn't it making me high then? Well, it's probably because you didn't smoke enough of it. You've built up a resistance. Deputies instead arrested Colucci, who said he was having chest pains after being placed in the back of a patrol vehicle. After being cleared by a physician at an area hospital, Colucci was taken to the Hernando County Detention Center. He's been charged with possession of meth and possession of drug paraphernalia. Now, elsewhere in Florida, a man was arrested because uh, he had a dairy case, and apparently that's illegal. Well, it says right on the dairy case, National Dairy. Warning, use by any other registered owner is punishable by law. To be honest, I didn't know what the news story was referring to. You know, when I hear dairy case, I'm thinking of like the giant refrigerated coolers where milk is found in, you know, those cases. Then I continued to read the story and it made even less sense because this guy was on a bicycle. He was on a bicycle dragging a dairy case. No wonder he was pulled over. That That's fucking suspicious. Well, I later found out what they meant by dairy case is just, um, you know, like old timey milkmen would have like this little carrying case where they would carry the milk in. So it's like, I guess it's like plastic and it, and it contains bottles of milk or something. Let me just read the story. In what may be the first time this law has ever been used in South Palm Beach County. Fuck you if you're not from Palm Beach County. Well, we all knew that was coming. The Boca Raton Police Department charged a man with illegal possession of a dairy case. According to the police report, Christopher Hartmanis was riding his bike in the area of Camino Gardens Boulevard at around 2 a.m. on Monday. Right there, that alone is kind of suspicious. Hartmanis did not have a red reflector. Oh, I bet you he was charged with that, too, or a light on the back of his bicycle. So he was stopped by the Boca Raton police. An officer approaching Hartmanis apparently saw a national dairy case on the back of his bike. The officer wrote, The black case generally used for dairy delivery was marked national dairy on one side, and on the other side it was marked with warning. Use by any other registered owner is punishable by law. Not only wasn't Hartmanis supposed to have the case, but he used it for non-dairy methamphetamines. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the big reason this dude was arrested. Like, if his only infraction was possession of a dairy case, the cops may have just looked the other way and let him go. Quote, search incident to arrest revealed a black zipper pouch in the dairy case, which held four orange partial capsule pieces containing a brownish rock-like substance. Also, a search of the bottle found in Hartmanis' hand revealed an orange partial capsule containing more brownish rock-like substance. Tests later revealed that it was, in fact, methamphetamines. Hartmanis was arrested and charged with meth possession and illegal possession of a dairy case. They went ahead and charged him with that crime. He also received a written violation for riding his bike without the red light or reflector. 
He's in all sorts of hot water. He was booked into the Palm Beach County Jail and later released on his own recognizance. Again, the news story leaves out the best part. I want to know what punishment each of these crimes carry. Like, if you aren't the rightful owner of a dairy case, can you do hard time? Or is it just a little fine you have to pay? It would be funny if it was like, if it carried like the death penalty or something. Like, back in the early 1900s, there was a rash of dairy case thefts, and so they made the punishment really, really harsh. Let's bring back the guillotine! We gotta stop these dairy case thefts! Ruining our business! decapitate these motherfuckers. All right, uh, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Monday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of ya. All right, you know I love to hear from you freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. Let's help get my numbers up there. If you do, if you promise to follow me, I'll show you the black eye that Lord Deuce gave me. He just snaps sometimes. It's like out of nowhere. He gets so angry. And he calls me fat. And I'm starting to believe him. I've got no self-worth. Please like and subscribe me. Not subscribe to me. Just subscribe me. I need you to love me enough to subscribe me. All right. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, Let's just do a couple real quick voicemails here. God damn it, Timmy. I do not mean to call like a third day in a row or a second day. I don't know how many days in a row I called. Well, uh, luckily there was a break. You know, we had the weekend, so now I don't even know who you are. Um, that that song that Debbie was singing that you thought was like Nine Inch Girl, I'm pretty sure that's her version of that Island Boys song with those two uh, oh. fucking 6'9"-looking uh, pineapple head motherfuckers. Yeah, those weird-looking uh, guys. I don't know if you've ever, like... You mean to tell me that old broad, Debbie, who we featured on, what, Friday's episode of DV, she's singing new music like that? In the video for that, uh, if you haven't, I recommend looking it up and see how retarded these two look. <laughs> and then compare the two songs. I'm pretty sure you're gonna... I'm, I'm pretty sure that's the song. At least that's what it sounds like. But instead of Island Boy, she says Island Girl, and she sounds like a fucking mushmouth 80-year-old fucking right. Alzheimer's patient. Watch out for those types. She'll steal your money. Pickpocket. Hey, Tim. It's Stacy in D.C. And I was just Stacey. listening to your... Uh, What's up, girl? ...show yesterday about the heavy metal god. Um, and you're playing the TikTok lady. She's singing Prince songs, Purple, yeah. Purple Mane. Or Purple, Purple Mane. <laughs> um, she sings another one in there, and it's at minute 2315. And you're like, I think she's doing, like, spoken poetry, but she's singing, I'm not your lover. I'm not your friend. I am someone that you never understand. That's Prince, too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so. when you sing it, I recognize it. <laughs> when she does it, I, I don't know what the hell she's saying. Hey, Tim, it's Dave. Um, I was listening to Tuesday's show, and you were talking about how they always have the mentally disabled bring out your food at Culver's. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, I was there, I don't know, maybe six months ago, and waiting for my food, and one of the little girls comes out, and she starts walking to a car, gives them the food, starts walking back, and just starts digging in her ass, like on the outside <laughs> of her jeans. But Please don't throw us away. You know, I'm all for given the special needs jobs so they feel uh, like they're part of society and they're being helpful and earning money and all that but why does it have to be the food industry you know what i mean this is exactly why we should be weary of this 
Sometimes they don't have a firm grasp on what's acceptable and what, you know, hygiene and stuff. She had an itch or something. And right, snotting all over the place, digging in their ass, drooling. Went back inside, I mean. and I needed to get out of there. So I waited until she came back out, and I handed her my number. They should really stick to sorting glass. That was a good job for them. But I had an emergency. I wonder how many injuries resulted in that. It must have been a good business for hand surgeons. Which that was a good like 25, 30% of their business. Mentally handicapped people slicing their hands open on glass while they're sorting it for their stupid job. Back out. And I handed her my number and said I had an emergency and I just drove the fuck off. Um, but. Probably a good move. Could have got sick. Anyway, you talking about that made me think of that. Love you, Tim. Bye. Love you too. Let's do one more real quick call here. Caller, I want you to speak clearly into the phone. No, tell me, boo. I'm trying to do my best trouser impersonation. Uh, You're doing a pretty good mead. Yeah. A despicable human being. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know exactly what you're saying, but it's very oh, mean. Like, hold on. Yeah. did that demon lady almost raise you? What's going on? That's all you have to do for a good meat impression. Uh, get your voice to do that. What is that like? Cracking? Uh, <laughs> that's. You're well on your way to a good meat impression. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Watch you guys email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voice my line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-666-OGOD. Is it OGOD? But when you're fat and overweight, TikTok shouldn't be a priority. It should be losing weight for me. Spread the distortion, STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or a like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Podcasts like Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Believe it or not, it really does help out the show, gets new people discovering it. So uh, do that for me. If you're Sideshow Freaks, I will see you back tomorrow. If not, it's a great time to sign up. Yes, tomorrow's episode is Sideshow exclusive. You can only hear it if you're members. Go to superfreaksideshow.com right now. Sign up. Otherwise, I'll see you back on Wednesday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. money he pays taxes he's just like you arc the association for retarded citizens don't throw us away this has been another excellent podcast from the scribe media group learn more at scribe.net